goods. I think that we should talk about the first night that we met because I'm very curious to hear your perspective on that whole night because I definitely have some opinions. You have your opinions. I have yes. my opinions. Correct. So what is this? What are we, what are we doing right now? What is this? Like actually, physically, what are we doing right now? Yeah, what are we doing right now? Well, I would say we're recording a podcast. <laughs> Meanwhile, Boone in the background. So who are we? Because <laughs> now we're podcast people, apparently. But whatever. We're just casually upstairs in our house and I'm chilling on a couch, sipping on a Truly. All the good things. I think that's that's a summary of uh, how to live your best life. <laughs> just summarize it right there. So we want to call this podcast unfiltered goals name pending because we haven't set it up on anything no i think the name is pretty secure all right well you heard it here folks uh but name is secured no listen let's let the people understand that goals is not spelled g-o-a-l-s it is spelled g-o-l-e-s because it combines our two nicknames gouda and cole yes exactly and then we're saying unfiltered because we are sort of giving a peek into our life, but then we also want to just talk about like anything and everything. We have incredible friends, incredible colleagues, Boone dancing on the floor. <laughs> we we have we have amazing people around us that we want to talk to, um, talk about you know starting a business, starting or how, how to buy a house how to blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. We we just kind of want to put thoughts down as to um, how we've got here, where we're going, um, all that. So that's, that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, I think today I was talking to a friend of mine and I kind of described this to her as, you know, Josh and I have been through a lot of things before we met each other. After we met each other, I think that we've gone through a lot as a couple. We've gone through a lot as individuals, as single people. And this world would be a lot better if people just talked about more things and were open about more things and decided to help other people with the experiences that they've had. Talk about their feelings. Right. And, you know, if the word fuck comes up every once in a while, oh, well, because yeah, it happens to be my favorite word. There's so. a pre-apologize uh, to every uh, time that... Liz <laughs> listens to the podcast. So. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so we we have that. It's going to be pre-recorded. We're going to press it every time uh, that the word uh, "fuck" comes up in the podcast. So, hey, that's what the unfiltered is for, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Perfect. Well, and like just to top it off, another reason why we wanted to do this is because we thought, you know, okay, so we're getting married in June, and it's 2023. Wow, crazy world. Mm. 2023, and we said, you know, it would be really, really cool if we could hear back what we were talking about, you know, 50 years from now. You know, 2073, God, that's like mind-boggling to think about. But like, yeah, when, when we've been married for 50 years, like going back and talking about, you know, our thoughts as a pre-married couple, as a young married couple, uh, I think would be really, really interesting. So if, if nobody's listening but Liz Ditto, We'll cut down on the fucks and, Hi, uh, <laughs> and we'll uh, just talk about things we want to talk about and we maybe want to listen back to in, you know, 50, 60 years. So 
All right. We'll uh, we'll start it off here. All right. So let's talk about it. How so did we should go first about that night? Oh, that's a. Uh, I feel like I don't know. I feel like most women are more interested in how you met your partner. It's fair to say, right? Like you know, genuinely curious, and guys are kind of like, "Oh yeah, cool, bro." <laughs> met her on the apps. Cool. Oh, All right, yeah. cool, bro. No, I mean, the girls are definitely more interested in, like, the exact moments and was it love at first sight and all that bullshit. But, like, also, I will tell you what I thought was going through your head the night we met. And you can tell me if I was right or wrong. I'm very interested in that. Okay, so for those of you who don't know who we are or don't really know anything about our story, um, this was in 2020, right at the beginning of the summer. I was living with two of my friends at the time. Shout out. Hey, Kai. Hey, Jamie. Um, And we had been locked up for, you know, a while at this point because of COVID and quarantine, whatever. The restaurants and bars were just reopening. And Kylie got like a text or something from a guy named Mike. Mike, you know who you are. <laughs> um, and was like, hey, the, you know, they were just friends. Mike was in a relationship. They had no, they had met each other through a young professionals group. And Mike was like, hey, you know, the restaurants are open. Let's go grab a drink and catch up. Talk about how things have been going. So Kylie comes to Jamie and I and she's like, hey, I'm going to Taxman, which is a local restaurant here mm-hmm. um, in Indy. I'm going to get drinks. Just letting you guys know. And Jamie and I at this point, like, were, like, salivating to get out of the house. I mean, like, drooling. Oh, my God. We were like, she didn't invite us, but we really want to go. So we're just going to invite ourselves. And we were like, listen, we'll sit at a different table, but we have to get out of this house. We have to see somebody us, like, somebody else other than just the three of us. And Kylie was like, yeah, okay, no biggie. She told Mike. Mike ended up telling her that two of his friends – also were like feeling the same the way we were like wanted to meet other people wanted to get out of the house so we're like okay well we'll just make it a big group thing then even though like none of us really know each other so I remember the girls and Jamie Kai if you guys are listening you guys are probably gonna like laugh hysterically because I think Kylie was wearing a dress Jamie was like dressed to the nine sounds about right i i mean i looked nice but i certainly didn't look that nice but it was like oh my god we're about to see other people like there could be men there like it was one of those kind of moments remember we took a picture right across from the restaurant like outside we were like oh my god we all look so cute let's yeah it's just so funny looking back on it all um we get to Taxman. We sit down with these three other guys. We start chatting, whatever. Um, turns out Jamie knew one of them from high school, like crazy small world kind of thing. But also Indy's kind of a small town if you really think about it. Um, we had dinner. It was great, whatever. We then all went to the dugout, which is like a dive bar afterwards because we were all just enjoying each other's company, having a good time, having some drinks, whatever. Um And I remember that first night I was talking to one of the guys about like the most random stuff. I talked to him about poop and like really. Wait, who is this? This was Pykel. Hi, Pykel. You were talking to Pykel about poop? It was like the weirdest thing. I was like, I can't believe I just met you. It was super weird. Um, But anyways, so one of the guys invited us to his house for a bonfire the night after this. So the girls and I go home, whatever. The next day, it's Saturday. 
And the girls are like, we're going to this bonfire, right? And in my head, I'm thinking, no, we're not going to a stranger's house in the middle of a pandemic. Like, it's not happening. And I think the girls were just like, we need to be around as many people as we possibly can at this point. And I I love them both dearly, but I knew <laughs> the only reason they wanted me to go was because I was going to be the person that drove them home at the end of the night. So whatever. Mm-hmm. We get some booze. I remember I did not dress up. I was wearing leggings and like an athletic Nike tank top. I was like, I'm not trying to impress anybody here. Oh, I remember. <laughs> So we get to this house, right? Mind you, it is like 95 degrees outside. And we're like, um, I'm sorry, we're going to have a bonfire when it's this hot outside? That is the John special. <laughs> it's it's blistering hot outside. Let's have a, a bonfire. So, I mean, I've learned that now. Great. At the time, <laughs> I didn't. I was like, this is weird. So let's say there's probably what? eight people there at this house love that ratio i'm like okay good we're still like in the covid numbers or whatever like it's not some huge rager not some huge party so the guys that i already met last night introduced me to the rest of the group and there's this one character i just can't seem to figure out his name (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just kidding <laughs> go ahead so he introduces him and he's like oh this is our friend gouda and immediately jamie who is obsessed with cheese is like oh gouda that's so funny and i'm like looking at this dude like mm, what's with this guy because listen if you're a girl you understand where i'm coming from this dude was in a tank top jeans and flip-flops in 95 degree weather sitting next to a fire And he basically said nothing the first, I don't know, like 30 minutes we were there. There was no way it was 30 minutes. It was for sure 30 minutes. No, 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 no. Okay, go ahead. And his name is Gouda. Okay, so there's clearly a story behind that one. Gouda, tank top, jeans, flip-flops. Flip-flops. So whatever. Uh, But then I learned quickly that all of these people have weird-ass nicknames. It's true. That I now call them by these names. But like back then... I was like, okay, do any of you have normal names? Like, what's going on? Nope. So we sat by the fire for, what, 10 minutes? And then we all agreed, this is stupid because it's 95 degrees out. Why are we outside by a fire? Yes. And I think we were all pretty sober at that point, which means it was kind of awkward. (laughs) And we were like how do you make things a bit more entertaining let like have people let their walls down alcohol so we're like all right let's go inside let's play a drinking game do you remember the first game we played it was kings right it was kings yeah best drinking game ever really gets the party started so we start playing games oh no we just played kings yeah i think it was just kings and then it turned into debauchery yeah okay so we we started playing kings You started, like, coming out of your shell a bit more. I still totally thought you were weird. I was like, I don't understand this kid. You had, like, the biggest, poofiest hair ever. And you looked so young. I mean, relative, yeah. Yeah, but, like, you looked so young at the time. And your outfit just really wasn't helping you look any, like, older and more mature. I just want the audience to know, please don't click away because I have a uh, context to provide for the uh, outfit situation. Okay, continue. Okay, so we play Kings. Everyone starts getting a little tipsy. And then after Kings, we start karaoke. There's like legit karaoke mics. That's when like people are getting a little drunk at this point. 
like walls are coming down, true selves are shining through. And I think the girls and I were both thinking, like all three thinking like, these people are weird, just like us. We are also weird. It's fine. And then I'm going to be honest, there's a few holes in that night in my memory. Like, really? I, I know, know that like we had karaoke and then the next thing I remember, I mean, it was still a guest kind of karaoke, mm-hmm. but it turned more into like serenading and interpretive dancing dorito lifting dorito lifting and gouda wrapping paper towels around his neck like a scarf yeah i was wanting to add to the outfit that was already killing it (laughs) and then there were i mean people were doing the worm at one point the lights went down i think there was like a disco ball or some sort of like other (laughs) colorful lights i don't remember a disco ball but but there were like colorful lights maybe maybe it was mics like rope lights or something something yeah oh they're yeah they definitely had rope lights there Yeah, yeah they they had them at the house and then we the night ended with rustling in the backyard like a bunch of rednecks Mm. so that's always a really good idea to drunk wrestle strangers in a yard exactly really classy um yeah and then the girls and i got in i started to sober up and the girls and i got in the car and started driving home and i remember turning to them and saying as i was driving i was like well, we definitely scared them away. Like if we had any chance of being friends with these people, it is now ruined because we let all of our crazy out that first night that we met everybody. And there was no shot in hell in my mind that like any guys in that group would be interested in us, vice versa. I was like, we fucked up any chance of like having new friends because we let all of our crazy out that night. True. But... You were a little thirsty that night when you got some booze in you and you started like coming out of your shell. You took your shirt off, like, which I like later learned was like a Gouda specialty. Like when you got really shit faced, your shirt would come off. I was proud of the of the body I had attained at the time. You were so skinny. But anyways, that's (laughs) besides the point. (laughs) but you came up to me and asked if I want to take my shirt off. And I was like, which was a compliment. I was like, bro, who the fuck do you think you are? No, I'm not going to take my shirt. Meanwhile, my roommates on the floor doing the worm. Like this is not like a romantic space. I'm not going to take my shirt off. The other, the other roommate has Doritos lifted above her head. Like Jamie's doing twirls with Doritos in her hand. Like what? Oh Lord. So my first impressions of you were, that you were kind of weird and you were hella thirsty and ready to like basically bang anything in front of you. And these were my, my impressions. Okay. Don't give me that look. No, that's, that's fair. No, no, that's fair. That's so fair. people always ask me, Oh my God, was it love at first sight? And I'm always very honest. And I say, no, it was not, at least not for me. Well, for me. Okay. <laughs> your turn. It was love at first sight. Lies. <laughs> So yeah, you, mean you loved all three of us. No, that's not true. You know that's not true. Lies. That is most certainly not true. I love Kylie. Kylie is, I, I mean, Jamie and Kylie are my sisters now, basically. So I could just never talk about them in that way at this point or ever before. Right, but that first night, you looked at all three of us as like an option. 
Not not Kylie. I love you, Kylie. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Jamie, however. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Oh, my God. Jamie puts it on display. Jamie, I hope you're blushing right now. She probably is. Okay. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a little twinkle in my eye for Jamie and for yours truly on the microphone over there, Nicole Ditto. <laughs> yeah, so you went all the way back to the, like the, yeah, the beginning where you, got, you, where you met at Taxman. That was Taxman, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so to add context to everything, so I did not live in the great city of Indianapolis at the time. It's unimportant where I lived before, but it was about an hour away. So the situation, let's not even talk about the clothes yet, but basically I had a group of friends um, of which she, uh, Nicole, Cole. I'm going to call you Cole in this please podcast do. because, yeah. yeah, it's weird talking about like Yeah, please don't know. call me Nicole. Cole had met, um, the, all these guys were my friends um, at the time and still. Wow, why did I say that? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> um, they, were, they were my friends and we, um, I, I would constantly come over to Indianapolis, like basically every weekend because uh, I had bought a house and everything and um, there were there were a lot of reasons behind it. It's unimportant. Maybe we'll talk about it at some point. But but at this point, think about it as I would come up basically to Indianapolis every weekend uh, to see some friends, and those friends are some of what uh, Cole met. So as always, John's goes, "Hey, you want to come up for a bonfire?" Sure enough, I'm up there. I sometimes would come up like a bit earlier. Sometimes I would come up like on Thursdays or something. And like, I would quickly do this. I have, you know, pack a quick bag, not have a lot of clothes. And I never really, I never, (laughs) unless he made it a a point to say like, Hey, we're going to go out. We're going to go downtown or we're going to go, you know, bar hopping. I would like, you know, I would put on an outfit. You saw me the second time I was more put together. So like, (laughs) let's give myself a little bit of credit. I realized the outfit was shit. Um, so like I threw a bunch of things in, into a bag and of course I'm up there that same day. So whenever you guys came, I didn't even know about the dinner. Like I, I was just hanging out. I think it was like with Chun, just like we we're playing video games or something stupid at the house. And the dinner was the night before we all, yeah, right. So, so that, that night I wasn't even like aware that that was happening. So come to find out that next day, like I, I feel like it was 30 minutes before, but it was probably a bit sooner. John goes, Oh yeah, some girls are coming over. I was like, casual okay um sure do, do you know them from somewhere i was like oh yeah yeah we met him yesterday cool 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 all right <laughs> met him yesterday. um so we uh you know i i don't know did we we had snacks out and some stuff maybe we might have went to the store like real quick to buy some booze and stuff um but that was it that was a guest speaker boon just now if you heard it in the <laughs> mic um we uh came back got situated I had a tank top and jeans on and flip flops. flops. Yeah. I want to also preface, I lived with two of these, these guys. Uh, They keep the house fucking cold. You didn't live with them. At the time I didn't, but like. When you, when you went to, when you came to Indy, you stayed at their house. Yes. I stayed there a lot. And like jeans were a viable option the majority of the time because it was so cold in the house. So that's like a lot of the time why I would pack jeans. Anyway, I, um, 
got situated and I will be very honest, I was flustered, flustered. when I saw feet like we were we were in the thick of the pandemic at the time and I was like, Oh my God, there's like females here and like I like froze up. I was I was terrible. And then as you mentioned, drinking games helped loosen me back up. So wait, hold on. That's why you were so quiet. Like when you first, like you didn't even get up to like shake our hands. You literally stayed in your chair and like nodded your head when we were like, when he was like, oh, this is our friend Gouda. You like didn't say a word. Yeah. It was kind of like, does this guy speak? It was kind of like out of a movie. It was like, maybe I was like completely in a daze, just like high as, as fuck over in the corner. Just like, it was, uh, (laughs) except you weren't high. No, no, no. I was, I was completely sober. But you were starstruck I, by her I was beauty. starstruck, just starstruck completely, <laughs> and I couldn't breathe, and I couldn't move. No, honestly, I'm I'm very embarrassed by the night and like how I acted. Like in two, this was you know how many years ago? Like I've I've come out of my shell more and become more comfortable with people, um, just like strangers that I don't know. I would consider myself even before that, like I wasn't an introvert completely, but I was, you know, running close to that line uh, or I should say tilting towards that line. So that you guys showed up, we drank some booze. I was much more comfortable after we uh, started drinking a bit and I was I was uh, feeling myself a little bit. As we all were. And I was like, oh my gosh, these girls are like really, really fun because, you know, a lot of times stuck up girls will, and I'm not, I guess not just girls, stuck up people will just like, you know, oh no, we're too good for this. We're not going to like make a, make us ourselves look bad or, or something like that. You know, we were like you said, it was like, oh my God, people like we were uptight booze, then unleashed all of the pain and the restrictedness that was inside of us and it unleashed it Mm -hmm. and we all became like different people okay so i have to ask did Mm -hmm. you think the three of us were stuck up when you first met us um no not really but like because i've been told and i know for a fact that i have a resting bitch face you can come across (laughs) as like potentially a mean person but i'm here to tell anybody and everybody <laughs> that she is the sweetest person um no I, I like like i was i was intimidated that let's that's the right word okay i was intimidated on top of i hadn't seen girls in a long time on top of <laughs> i hadn't communicated with strangers right. for a long time yeah. so like it was it was very awkward at that first point and to top it off i was wearing a tank top jeans and flip-flops and flip and my name was Gouda. <laughs> right? So, yeah, I was a bit star- starstruck. Kylie did the worm. Jamie was <laughs> dangling Doritos above her head. And all of the judgment was coming from Cole. That's not fair to say. You were having say, a great time. I was just as wild as everybody else that night. You were. I was. I was very much, like, enjoying your company, though. I was very much enjoying like the letting loose part and like i was like oh, okay these people are actually really cool um and enjoyable to hang out with and and that's pretty much at that point the wrestling point i was like oh boy this is this is getting i'm pretty sure you were in bed i was 
Yeah. Yeah. But I, I went to bed after you guys started wrestling. I was oh. like, oh boy, this is getting intense and I'm very much out of it. I'm going to bed. So I went to bed and then, yeah, the next morning it was very much like, oh, we're never seeing them again. Like you said. So basically how we felt. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's, we need to make it clear that you and I basically spent zero time interacting that first night it was minimal. It was like yeah. a few, few exchange of words. Yeah. Like you asked me to take my shirt other. off and I was like, you can go fuck yourself. And that was pretty much like all we said to each other. Yeah. You didn't say that to me, but I know. But in my head I was like, who does this guy think he is asking me to take my shirt off? Like, please. Um, I mean, you also asked the other girls to take their shirt off. So I wasn't like, shout out to Kylie and Jamie. <laughs> so yeah, I think what I, what I took from that night was like, I don't know. It was crazy. I I go. I'm. I apologize if you can hear this sniffing next to me. Finny, stop, please. Um, we have our guest stars here, <laughs> Finn and Boone. They would just like to say a few words. <laughs> Finny was like sniffing the microphone. I'm like, oh my god, please catch that. Um, okay, so when I tell this story back to people, people who like know Josh and I well, versus people who like don't, I feel like I always want to make this point very clear. Although we were drunk that night and we were just kind of acting stupid, it was very like innocent stupidity. Like mm. nobody hooked up, nobody did anything dangerous. Like we literally just acted like goofy ass kids. Yeah. But I think that even from that first night, and like I talked to I talked to people that were there, and like we all agree. It was one of those moments where like unless you've experienced it yourself, you really don't understand. Although we were drunk and although we were acting really stupid, I got this sense from all of you that like you all were good people, good mm. humans with good hearts, good intentions that just like love to have a good time. And I think at that time in all three of our lives, the girls and I were looking for just that. I think we all had like our own individual friends and whatever, but like the three of us had grown really close when we were living together. And I think that when COVID happened and we were quarantined, it just made us really look at our life and look at who we had in our circle. And I think, at, especially for me, I can't talk for the other girls, but like, it's hard to make friends when you're an adult. It is. It like, is difficult. You yeah. leave college being around living people, living with people all the time, being around them all the time. You're thrown into adulthood and in the workforce and whatever, especially if you move to a different city. It is mm. so hard. Yeah. And like, I remember getting on Bumble BFF. That's a mm. thing yeah, yeah. where you can literally like go on a dating app to meet friends. Yeah. And I had lived in Indy for three years at this point mm -hmm. I had done everything imaginable to meet people to find a group to network like put myself in every kind of program church anything like that to meet a group of people and then we find this random ass group <laughs> we get hammer drunk with them the first night and now here we are years later, spoiler alert, if you haven't already figured it out at this point, these same people are like our best friends. They're in our wedding with us. They've seen us from beginning all the way through to now. Yeah. And the like, two of us are getting married. That's, it's crazy. It yeah. is wild that like, <laughs> this is all how we like, it's crazy that you and I met that night, but it's also crazy that like, I met one of my bridesmaids that night. Mm. I met 
three of your groomsmen, four of your groomsmen that night. Like it is crazy to me that that night that just was like a bunch of drunk debauchery turned into like such real, like incredible friendships. Yeah. And I feel like that is the biggest takeaway from that night. Like, yes, of course, that's the night that you and I met, but like, immediately I knew all of you were something special and yeah. I knew that even though you guys were acting like idiots <laughs> and I was acting like an idiot, it was genuine. I needed to hold on to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, yeah. To clarify, first of all, I don't even consider that like the first night we met. Yeah. We saw each I other's mean, faces, right? But but we, we, we didn't meet each other. We, you know, that like far from it. We just like got to interact with this group of people that has become like our, um, group of best friends they're, they're our, our wedding family. they are our family i can't wait to talk about our future interactions in later episodes because like it becomes there's there's aha moments right there's moments For of sure. of clarity there's moments of like oh general genuine interest all of that um but this first night honestly it could be labeled as the start of our family like that's, that's really what it was. Um, I mean, yeah. I know you guys called yourself like squad before like the girls and I showed up, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like I even remember the next day talking to my mom on the phone. Cause I think at this point, like my mom had heard me complain, like she was back, she was back in like the South Bend area. She was two and a half hours away from me. And I think she heard me complain enough about like not really finding my people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had found Jamie and Kylie at that point, which I was incredible, great, incredibly grateful for. But like, I, I mean, before I met the girls, I was contemplating moving back to South Bend because mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know why I moved here. I don't have any friends. Like I don't like my job, mm -hmm. all the things. And that night changed everything for me. Like that's, I think that was I that's why it was an important night to talk about. Yeah, you and I didn't interact a whole lot that night. That was the first night you were introduced to me. But like that night is one of the few moments in indie that I look at and I see my life take a complete shift. Yeah. After that night. Yeah, it's it's the the crossroads there. For sure. Like yeah. The and that's like I guess if, if you want to introduce a theme to the, the podcast, sure, we talk about getting drunk and, and <laughs> dancing the night away and going out to a bonfire when it's 100 degrees outside. What can I say? We like to have fun. But the, the real theme of it is if you don't try, if you don't say yes to some things, you never know. You never know what could happen. And thank God that Jamie and Kylie pushed me to go. Pushed you to go. <laughs> and, you know, you got to respect boundaries. You got, you have to appreciate when, when someone says no, um, of course, but if it's a moment where it's like, well, yeah, I guess I could maybe taking that leap, uh, could lead to some, some amazing things, amazing, uh, turn of events in your life. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think my biggest takeaway is like in today's society, it is so easy to be so quick to judge and I think that like, thank God none of you judged us that first night. And maybe you did in your mind, but you certainly didn't show it. And like none of us judged you guys that night. And I, we all just kind of like came to that night with whatever, whatever baggage, whatever things we had on our mind. And we just like were our full authentic selves that night. Yeah. And I mean, we took a risk. I mean, imagine if this 
didn't work out the way it did. Mm. And like you have these three girls who show up and just want to get goofy. And then you have this whole group of people that doesn't accept that they want to get goofy and like turn on them or vice versa. Yeah, for sure. And I like can't help but think about how grateful I am that you guys were open with us. We were open with you. And I feel like that's what made this night so special for all of us Mm -hmm. and that's why like real relationships and friendships were born from this night was because we were all just our authentic selves and we were like take it or leave it you know it's that simple take it or leave it and today it's just way too easy to judge other people and i think that's one of the very few things one of the very few good things that came from covid is like people were not they didn't love being stuck in their houses for months at a time and when they were able to enjoy their freedom again i think it opened people's minds a lot more to other people to new experiences to all the things yeah for sure it like had people think about their lives evaluate their lives and think about is this what i want to do is this who i want to surround myself with and I think it made a lot of people change course, hmm. which is great yeah, because for sure. lots of great things like mindset wise came from being secluded for so long. And, yeah, you know, I would not be where I am today if it weren't for that night, if it weren't for that stupid fucking bonfire that <laughs> happened for 10 minutes. Like it just it's wild to think about. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Have a great one. (laughs) Smile at somebody.